Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to The Wrap, the podcast that brings you all things high school sports here in Battle Creek. I'm your host, Michael Vest, and week three is finished. Week three of high school football wrapped up this Friday. Means we're halfway through uh, this regular season, the shortened regular season. And it was not a good night. Uh, for our schools here in Battle Creek, uh, we went one and four on the weekend. St. Phil played Saturday night, but they went down to Burr Oak, 39 to nothing. Harper Creek dropped one to Lumen Christie Friday night, 20 to seven. Penfield lost on the road to Hastings, 37-14. Battle Creek Central uh, hosted their First home game against Stevensville Lakeshore. Things did not go well for them as they lost 37-12. to And uh, the one bright spot for our city schools this week was uh, Lakeview. Continue to roll. Uh, the win over Kalamazoo Central, 28-12. to So that pushed Lakeview to 3-0 and on the season. Uh, Battle Creek Central falls to 1-2. and same with Penfield and Harper Creek, both being 1-2, and, and St. Phil sitting at 0-3. Uh, so we'll kind of recap those games on this episode. We'll also cover the other action that happened Friday night in the I-8 and the SMAC conference. So to kick it off, we'll start with Coldwater in the I-8 conference. They played Lori Norks Friday night. Uh, Coldwater walked away victorious 28-7. That puts them 3-0 and on the season. Uh, you kind of expected this for them to beat Lloyd Norks. They're still kind of down. Um, sounds like it wasn't the wasn't the best football Coldwater's played this year, but they were still able to win. Their coach said they just he didn't think they played very well. And so, but you know, that's a sign of a good team when you don't play well and you still win by three touchdowns. So Coldwater's a good team. Um Sounds like they led four. They were up fourteen nothing at halftime. Played good defense. They forced four turnovers from Lloyd Norks. Um, sophomore Cameron Torres. He carried fifteen times for one hundred seventy or sorry one hundred seven yards and two touchdowns. DeAndre Douglas. He had twelve carries for fifty yards and a touchdown. And Aiden Marsden was two of three. For 39 yards and one touchdown pass. For Loy Norks, Tyler Roberts went 11 for 24 for 127 yards and a touchdown. Skullwater goes to 3 0 on the season uh, with that victory 28 7 over Loy Norks. Next in the I 8, Marshall picked up their first win of the year uh, as they beat Jackson Northwest 62 26. This is one we thought uh, Marshall could win. Just going into it, Northwest uh, has not won a game yet. We thought this was a game that Marshall would win, and it sounds like they did well. Nate Tucker stepped in at quarterback and had quite a night for Marshall. Uh, he played a little bit, I think, last week against Coldwater. Um, but it looked like he started the game this Friday. He threw five touchdown passes, so congrats to Nate Tucker. He was 17 for 23 for 294 yards and with five touchdown passes, so really good night for him. Ezra McAllister kind of had a big night. 
kind of been waiting for that from him. Uh, he's uh, their receiver that's going to play in the SEC next year at Vanderbilt. He had three touchdowns and 77 yards. Trenton Fuller, who's been really good for Marshall all year, just very consistent. He had two touchdowns and 148 yards receiving. And then Greg Wallace uh, led Marshall on the ground again. He seems to be their go-to guy running the football. He had 149 yards and 13 carries. So good night for him. Good night for Marshall. It's good to see them get off, uh, you know, get a win and get going. And so they'll be interesting to follow the, these last three games. Uh, they might have found something here at quarterback with Nate Tucker and just kind of see. That was a big win for them just to, the way their offense kind of broke out. So good job to them. Moving on, Parma, they played out of conference. Uh, Parma Western, they beat Three Rivers 42-7. to uh, Three Rivers, I believe, is a little down this year. Sounds like Parma, they had a 21-point second quarter to kind of pull ahead, put things away. Joey Ellis, for them, he was 5 of 8 for 159 yards and three touchdowns. Bodie Brown, he had 100 yards rushing and two touchdowns on nine carries. And Cole Wilcox for Parma Western, he had two receptions for 91 yards and two touchdowns. Parma's still undefeated on the season. And so we kind of thought they would beat Three Rivers. I think Three Rivers is kind of down this year. So that was not a surprise. Moving on to our two city schools. Penfield went up to Hastings and lost 37-14. to it's a big win for Hastings uh, coming off that upset win over Boomin Christie last week. Looks like Hastings is going to have something to say about who wins a conference this year. Um, and so this was kind of one I thought Penfield might be able to get. When I heard this score, it kind of surprised me. It sounds like Hastings kind of controlled the game. They uh, Hastings runs that too tight, full house, wing tee backfield and it sounded like they just kind of controlled the clock long scoring drives that kind of thing um, and kept that Penfield offense off the field but for Penfield uh, Cody Holtink and Ryan Peterson each scored uh, Peterson added 198 yards passing Luke Davis uh, their receiver right their primary receiver he had 74 yards receiving and then Seth Clothier, he had 12 tackles to lead that Penfield defense. So Penfield falls to one and two. Tough loss for them. We'll see if they can't bounce back next week. Harper Creek lost this past Friday to Jackson Lumen Christie. Kind of a tough time to catch them after they lost their first conference game in, you know, two, three years. So that's kind of Tough scheduling for Harper that they catch them right after that. Uh, sounds like Harper led 7-0, but then they gave up 20 unanswered points. Julian McCray scored the only touchdown for Harper on a two-yard run. And Will King led Harper Creek with 32 yards on five carries. For Lumen Christie, Basil Hampton, we say his name every week, 138 yards. One touchdown on 22 carries. I think he's had over 100 yards in all three games this week. Sounds like a pretty good running back. Teddy Arrows, he had 53 yards and a touchdown on 11 carries. 
and Cole Simpson for Lumen Christie at 47 yards and a touchdown on nine carries. And so I got to listen to Mason Converse talk a little bit about this game this week. And yeah, I, I think he was pretty proud of the way that his team played. Sounds like they're improving. Sounds like they're getting better. Kind of like they did last year. I think they have Harbor Creek improved as the year went on. And so it sounds like, uh, although they went down, that they're getting they're getting better, um, and it sounds like they got a, they had a couple kids out that are now going to be returning this week due to a couple different reasons COVID, a little injury they're beat up a little bit, so it sounds like Harper's starting to get things back going. So hopefully they can finish the year off strong. So that will take us to our standings for the IA. So right now, sitting atop the conference are Coldwater and Parma. They're both sitting 3-0, 2-0 in conference. Um, next, you got Hastings and Jackson Lumen Christie. They're both sitting at 2-1, followed by Penfield and Marshall, who are 1-2. And, and then Harper and Jackson Northwest are both 0-2 in conference, of course, uh, Harper Creek won a game last week when Northwest had to cancel. So that's where the standings are in the I-8. Coming up this Friday, pretty good weekend in the I-8. Penfield is taking on Lumen Christie, which, you know, this could be a good, this could be a very big win for Penfield to go and beat a team like Jackson Lumen Christie to kind of get their season back on track. I think they're, they've fallen a little short of expectations so far. I think they've been, uh, you know, they were right there with Parma. That was a game they could have won, and I think they thought they played well. And then they went up, and I don't think they played very well this past Friday up there against Hastings. And So what a way to get your season back on track by beating a team like Jackson Lumen Christie, which I think they're capable of doing. Harper Creek is playing Coldwater, you know, who else, who sits atop the conference. That's the cool thing about this conference is you got Harper Creek, who doesn't have a win yet in conference, is playing Coldwater, who's undefeated in conference, and it wouldn't surprise me if Harper Creek pulled this one out. So that's how competitive this league is week in and week out. And so um, the Kind of the same, kind of the same situation as Penfield with uh, Harper Creek. You know what a what a way to get back. It's a two and two on the season. You go meet the first place team, Coldwater. I think it can be done. Like I said earlier, Harper Creek's got some guys coming back. They're starting to play better. They're going to try to eliminate some of the the small mistakes that they've been having. And so we could see Harper Creek walk away. Victorious Friday against Coldwater should be a really good game. Uh, Hastings is taking on Jackson Northwest. You would think Hastings would kind of run away with this one. Uh, they seem to be improved this year. They've beaten Lumen Christie and Penfield now, so they've beaten two good teams. So I think Hastings will probably walk away with that one. And then last is Marshall is taking on. Parma Western, 
Parma's another team that is undefeated, but this is a game that, you know, Marshall could win. They, um, you know, they went to that new quarterback this week, Nate Tucker, who had a big game. Maybe that's something that will jumpstart them a little bit. So be an interesting week in the IA. And now with uh, the announcement from the MHSAA where they're going to allow, you know, a 1,000 people into the stands on Friday night, might be able to get out there and catch a game. And so there's those are four good games going on this Friday. I'd recommend getting out to see one of those. Just a very good high school football league, very competitive. It's fun to fun to cover and see because each week you there's no off weeks really. So every team is pretty solid in this league, um, and so it's just good high school football league. So try to get out, maybe watch some games this Friday night. Moving on to the Smack Conference. We had, uh, starting off, we had Grand Ledge was taking on Matawan. So Matawan was playing Grand Ledge out of the Capital Areas Conference. Kind of that crossover thing that we've talked about. And they went down 38-7 to to Grand Ledge. Sounds like Matawan's struggling a little bit on offense this year. They only had 119 yards of total offense in this game. I know week one they struggled to move the ball. Looks like Grand Ledge led 31-0 at halftime. Blaine Rogers, he led Matawan with 68 yards on 10 carries. So, uh, sounds like Matawan's kind of off to a slow start offensively, moving the ball. Moving on, Portage Northern took on Gall Lake, which they won 50-13. to We kind of knew this one could get ugly. Uh, Portage Northern is one of the best teams in this league. All Lake, not so much. Anthony Tyus is going to the Northwestern next year. He had a big night, 157 yards on eight carries and two touchdowns. So that's I think that's the third game he's ran for over 100, 100 yards. I think he's been over 150 in two of the games. 157 yards and eight carries this is kind of crazy. Uh, he also had a 90-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown so he scooped one up went 90 yards for a score his younger brother Xavier Tyus who's a sophomore he had 39 yards on seven carries so he's got some work to do to catch up with his older brother but he did score two touchdowns as well TJ Kuhn the quarterback he was four of nine for 116 yards and two touchdowns and he threw a 53 yard Touchdown pass to Landon Ashmore. For Gall Lake, Eric White was 6-7 for 55 yards, so not a bad night for him. Uh, he had a 40-yard touchdown pass to Parker Ray. Probably the best game of the night was St. Joe against Portage Central, where St. Joe came out on top 20-13. to Troy Prattley, quarterback of St. Joe, he's kind of a dual threat guy. He scored for St. Joe with 449 left in the game. Time to cap off the come from behind victory uh, for St. Joe. They were down, they trailed 13-0, and they went on to win to score, you know, they went on to score 20 unanswered to beat Port Central 20-13. Troy Prattley had two touchdown passes to Griffin Shinrock. Kind of sounds like 
those two guys are the ones to stop if you're playing St. Joe. This Prattley kid's a dual threat kind of guy. He runs, passes, and uh, seems to be that Griffin Shinrock is his favorite target. He had seven catches for 105 yards. And Prattley was uh, 8 of 24 for 117 yards, so not the greatest night through the air for him. He also had 46 yards on 23 carries. Sounds like Portage Central played some pretty good defense. They held St. Joe to 210 yards of offense, which is a pretty good job. St. Joe's been uh, beating people pretty good the first two weeks. They had two big wins. Uh, so for Porter Central to come in there and hold them to 210 yards, it's pretty, pretty impressive. Devin Porter for Porter Central, he led them on the ground with 70 yards on 14 carries, and he had two touchdown runs. So two of the better teams probably in the smack this year. I uh, know Porter Central still hasn't won a game. They've played Lakeview and St. Joe. So that's two of the top teams in the smack. So Tough schedule to start for Porter Central, um, but that sounded like it was a pretty good game this week. Moving on to our city schools, Battle Creek Central. They had their first home game. They went down to Stevensville Lakeshore, 37-12. to Sounds like it was a rough night for the Bearcats all around. Um, they threw up 30 to nothing at the half. Just didn't go, just didn't go their way. Had trouble moving the ball, turned it over, had uh, just just didn't go well. It was a bad night for them. Uh, bright spot, Davion Brooks. He threw two touchdown passes in the second half, one to Kylon Wilson and one to Jalen Jackson. So that dropped the Bearcats to one and two. I think this is one that they just kind of are going to put behind them and try to move on this week when they play Kalamazoo Central. So the real nice bright spot this week in the city was Battle Creek Lakeview, who continues to do well. They're off to a 3-0 start, beating Kalamazoo Central 28-12. Uh, it's pretty tight at the half. Lakeview led 7-6 at halftime. Sounds like it was another great defensive effort for Lakeview, and that's kind of been their thing over these last two years. Their defense has just been very... Very, very good. Uh, Kalamazoo Central's 0-3, but they have lost to Stevensville Lakeshore and St. Joe. So they've also had a tough schedule. I've seen K-Central play this year. They're a good football team. they got some big guys. They're big up front, uh, very athletic. Jaden Blanchard, their running back for Kalamazoo Central, is a very talented player. And so just this was a good win for Lakeview, a real good win. Just, you know, you can't just look at Kalamazoo Central and say, ah, oh, they're 0-2, Lakeview should have won. It's a good win for Lakeview. It's a good – Kalamazoo Central is a good football team. Uh, looks like Amari Spicer, he had two interceptions. He ran one back for a touchdown. Uh, Joel Metzger had a touchdown run. Sounded like Lakeview kind of in the second half just – got back to doing what they do and just pound that ball offensively. Kalamazoo Central was probably bigger up front than Lakeview, um, but that unit up front is kind of a veteran unit. 
those offensive linemen, and they know how to move people. They do a really good job locking up front. So Lakeview's kind of that old school football where they just grind you out on the ground, long, you know, long drives, keep your offense off the field, and then just, you know, suffocating defense. They sounds like they turn Kalamazoo Central over three or four times. And so that's how they win ball games, just pounding it out on the ground. They haven't hit too many big plays. That's still a possibility, I would think, for them. I think they have a couple guys that can do that. Just hasn't happened yet. But they pound you out on the ground and then play really, really good defense uh, to back that up. And so they're off to a really good start again this year, 3-0. and And so they actually sit on top of the SMAC Conference, followed by Portage Northern and St. Joe. Those teams are all 3-0. and St. Joe's 2-0 and in the conference as they had a victory out of conference over Okemos. Lakeshores sits there next at 2-1. and Matawan and Battle Creek Central are both 1-2. and And Kalamazoo Central, Portage Central, and Gall Lake are both 0-3. Both Kalamazoo Central and Portage Central have had a tough kind of a tough schedule to get things started. Portage Central had that first week where they didn't play because of the COVID. So those two football teams are, are still good teams. So Battle Creek Central actually see Kalamazoo Central this Friday, which is a big rivalry. Uh, it's a big game for Battle Creek Central every year playing them. No love loss between those two schools. Um, Especially the last few years, seems like that rivalry's really picked up some intensity. So, could be a good week to get the Bearcats back on track. Uh, it'll be tough for them. Kalamazoo Central's a good team, but that would be kind of just like Penfield and Harper Creek. I think Battle Creek's in the same boat. They, all three of those schools sit one and two. I think all three of them think they could be two and one right now in a better spot than they are. So this is a good good week for Battle Creek Central to kind of get things back on track, hopefully get, get a win, get things going for them. Lakeview is taking on Matawan. That should be a game that Lakeview wins. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they pitch a shutout this Friday. Sounds like Matawan struggled offensively so far this year. Uh, and if you're struggling offensively, Lakeview's not the team you want to see because uh, their defense is really good. So I think Lakeview will have another good defensive effort this week, pick up this win against Matawan, move to 4-0, and then things get tough for them because they're going to face uh, St. Joe and I believe Lakeshore the last two games, the last two weeks. So, you know, they'll get this under their belt and then um, be ready to play a couple of tougher opponents than they have, um, but I expect Lakeview to win this week against Matawan. Uh, Gull Lake's playing Lansing Waverly. Could be a chance for Gull Lake to get their first win. I don't know a ton about Lansing Waverly. They're in the Capital Areas Conference, so that's that crossover game, but I think historically uh, they don't do great in that league, and so could be a chance for Gull Lake to get a win this week. Big, big rivalry down by Lake Michigan, where St. Joe 
takes on Stevensville Lakeshore. It's always a fun game. Kind of stinks. There's only a thousand people. Uh, I've refed, I've officiated this football game before, and it's packed. Uh, you're talking 5,000, 7,000 people in the stands. And so both teams are good this year. Um, and so that's always a fun game. This will, I think, give us a better idea, too, on where these two teams stand uh, as they play each other. So we'll see how that goes. But that's a really good game, probably the best game of the week. Another big game, another big rivalry game this week in the smack is Portage Central versus Portage Northern. And so that's another one where I've actually officiated that game as well. And there's a ton of people in the stands. And so I think those rivalries uh, lose a little bit this year just because we can't have as many people in the stands. But it's a big game for both those schools. That's a big rivalry. They used to share a football field and no longer, they no longer do. Northern's got their own field. I think Northern's kind of dominated this series in, in the past, the recent past. Um, they might've won the last three, four, five games against PC. So, but Port Central played St. Joe really tough last week. So you never know in this game. Northern was really, really good last year, and I think Porter Central played one of the tightest games, you know, last year. And so you never know with these rivalry games. It's a big rivalry week here in the smack with Battle Creek Central playing K Central, Porter Central playing Porter's Northern, and St. Joe playing Lakeshore. So fun week this Friday. The weather's supposed to be awesome out. So if you can, I would recommend getting on out to catch a game if that's possible. Uh, it might not be too much nice weather on Friday nights moving forward. So get out there and enjoy a game. In other football news, the first AP poll came out today. And so some of these schools in the SMAC and IA uh, have been ranked. So kind of update you on those. Battle Creek Lakeview, who was ranked a lot last year, they checked in in the first poll uh, as an honorable mention team. So they're getting some votes there in Division Two. Portage Northern, they're ranked number six in Division Two. They made it a little bit farther in the playoffs last year than Lakeview. Those both both them are three and zero. So kind of think that's why they checked in at number six ahead of Lakeview. Uh, also from the SMAC, St. Joe, they are in Division Three. They are honorable mention team, so they're getting some. They are getting some votes. Lakeview plays them in a couple weeks, so that'll be a good matchup. Uh, from the I-8, Parma Western, they are number nine in this first poll in Division Three. Uh, Coldwater is getting some votes in Division Three, so they're honorable mention team, and then. Last but not least, Jackson Lumen Christie. They found themselves ranked number seven in Division Seven in this first AP poll. So, like I said before, the weather's supposed to be nice this Friday. If you can get out, I know uh, probably a better chance of getting into a game, but a lot of good games this week. I always has good games going on. A lot of good rivalries in the smack this week. Look forward to seeing how all those games turn out 
and I look forward to recapping all of them next week. Just hope uh, our city schools can get things back on track, kind of turn these seasons around, get back to 500. You know, Lakeview keep rolling. So like to see that coming up this Friday. So thank you for listening. Go ahead and subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, like the Facebook page, The Wrap. And thank you for listening again. And that's a wrap.